Hi, this is Steve Nerlick from Cheap Astronomy, with a little help from a friend. www.cheapastro.com And this is Watch This Space. Hello, this is Aran Segev, President of Australian Skeptics and Skeptics on Podcaster. Please leave a message after the beep. Thank you. Hi, Aran. Uh, Steve Nerlick here. Hey, I've been listening to some of your material on the 365 Days of Astronomy and love your work. Thought maybe we could do lunch and, you know, work up an episode. I'm thinking something sceptical with astronomy in it. Hope to hear from you. This is Steve Nellick of the surprisingly inexpensive Cheap Astronomy Podcasts. It'll beep, leave message. Hi Steve, Aran Segev here, returning your call. Hey, great idea about the podcast. You might be aware that I'm very interested in application of the scientific method as the best way to gain an insight into what is truth. In astronomy, you have people like Aristarchus at around 200 BC suggesting that the Earth and the planets revolve around the Sun, based on his own observations. But his ideas were largely ignored in favor of geocentric models proposed by Aristotle, later Ptolemy. There were very smart men in their way, but favoured developing mathematical and philosophical models to fit theories that seemed intrinsically logical and consistent with the prevailing worldview, rather than collecting data on real phenomena that would test the validity of those theories. It took another 1800 years until people like Copernicus, Kepler and Galileo came along and looked at detailed data collected by Tycho Brahe as well as Galileo himself. It was clear that the data didn't fit the Ptolemaic geocentric theory, but it did fit the Copernican heliocentric theory. So how's that, Steve? Maybe we could work something up around these ideas? Hello, this is Aran Segev. Please leave a message after the beep. Thank you. Hey, Aran. Thanks for your message. Brilliant. You know, we could also bring that whole story into the 20th century by which time lots of people are pointing quite sophisticated telescopes into the sky and collecting lots of data which continues to fit Kepler's laws of planetary motion and Newton's theory of gravity, except for this funny little anomaly with the orbit of Mercury. Then Einstein comes along in 1915 with general relativity, a completely new theory of gravity. Not only does his theory explain the precession of Mercury's orbit, it also explains the orbits of the other planets, just as well as Newton's theory did. So look, this is all great for an opening, but shouldn't we be doing something sceptical? This is Steve Nellick. It'll beep. Leave message. Well, Steve, I would argue that this is what scepticism is all about. If only people had applied critical thinking to the Ptolemaic geocentric worldview by collecting observational data that might either support or debunk it, they could have easily seen that it just wasn't right, and it would not have taken 1800 years to regain the observation-based heliocentric model that Aristarchus had first proposed. But maybe I should put this back to you, Steve. Are there any issues in 21st century astronomy that you think we should be skeptical about? Please leave a message after the beep. Thank you. Hey, Iran. Well, I don't find things like Doomsday 2012 alien abductions or moon landing hoaxes all that interesting. And I think many better people than I have done a fine job debunking those things already. 
I'd say I'm sceptical about the value of filling gaps in our knowledge with untestable ideas. I mean, I can see some value in bouncing ideas around, but in the absence of data, maybe there's some danger of repeating the mistakes of Aristotle and Ptolemy, who just built ideas on ideas, without ever doing a reality check against what happens in the real world. I mean, it's clear that we live in a universe, and an expanding one at that. And okay, maybe our universe resides in a wormhole connecting two black holes from two alternate universes, but there's at least an equal likelihood it just popped into existence out of nothing, which is a remarkable enough thing in itself. I don't know why people get drawn to those weird, complex and largely untestable theories, when more conventional and well-established science might explain things just as well even if it's still just an incomplete explanation. It'll beep, leave message. It sounds like you would get on very well with William of Ockham, who said entities must not be multiplied beyond necessity, or even Isaac Newton, who said, we are to admit no more causes of natural things than such that are both true and sufficient to explain their appearances. I think that what you are saying about those cosmology theories is that there is limited value in replacing one theory, which already has many unanswered questions, with another, more complicated theory, which raises even more questions and brings us no closer to explaining the observational data we have at our disposal. It seems like a good example of applying Occam's razor to a problem, which is a key component of a skeptic's toolkit, or is that utility belt? But remember your example of Albert Einstein. I think he did largely build his relativity theories as pure theory based on mathematics. Even the experiments he conducted were all thought experiments, right there in his mind. It was only after he formulated the theory that it was tested against observational data and found to be valid. Oh yeah, good point. So neither Occam's razor and critical thinking nor skepticism in general are meant to quash new ideas or discourage debate. Quite the contrary. The tools are just there to encourage people to test the strengths of new ideas for themselves by looking at the evidence underpinning them. Otherwise, they're just ideas. Thanks, Iran. Hey, you know, I reckon that might just fill out ten minutes. Except, have you got any ideas for the end bit? You know, I usually say, Thanks for listening, this is Steve Nerlick from Cheap Astronomy, www.cheapastro.com. And then I go, Cheap Astronomy offers an educational website and some hilariously funny bit goes here, before I end with, no ads, no profit, just good science. So, any ideas? Well, how about this, Steve? Cheap Astronomy offers an educational website with things that make you go, hmm. Like it? It gives you the sceptical angle, but in a light-hearted way. Anyway, Steve, I'm looking forward to that lunch so that we can put all this together. See you soon. Oh, uh, lunch, yeah. Hey, look, a sandwich is okay. I do this great thing with cheese and Vegemite. Uh, hi, Iran. Haven't heard from you for a while. Uh, Iran? Hey, hello. Hey, it's me. Oh, hello, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Say I had a bunch of tapes I thought I could build into a podcast. Could you, you know, splice them together? Oh, is this for one of your 365 days things? Uh, yeah. Tapes, you see. Yeah, it's sort of an interview. 
An interview on different tapes? Yeah. So can you do it? Well, I suppose. Do you think there's ten minutes worth of material, or more like seven and a half? Well, I don't know, Steve. I think the 365 days people like ten minutes. Well, I could just add on some end bit. Oh, I. And, er, uh, who did you interview, then? Aran Segev. He's president of the Australian Skeptics. I find that a bit hard to believe, Steve. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So can I send you the tapes? Oh, go on, then. Okay, well, bye.